I'm SP from Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., a show about the general Marvel comic universe, part of the Guinea Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other hilarious and fun geeky shows at guineageeknetwork.com. I don't know. Thousands of years ago it crashes and this thing gets thrown out or crawls out and it ends up freezing in the ice. I just cannot believe any of this voodoo bullshit. Charles, happens all the time, man. They're falling out of the skies like flies. Government knows all about it, right, Mac? You believe any of this voodoo bullshit, Blair? Charles? Charles? Chariots of the gods, man. They practically own South America. I mean, they taught the Incas everything they know. And welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we reviewed the sci-fi horror classic that turned audiences' stomachs back in 1982 that stars goo, gore, and paranoia. It's John Carpenter's The Thing. But first, he's the doobie-smoking conspiracy theorist who freaks the fuck out when you boil his blood. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing good. I don't, I don't get that reference. You don't? No, I don't. I don't remember any blood getting boiled in this movie. You don't? No, I really don't. You don't remember the red hot poker and the red. Petri dishes of blood? Um, I remember there being a microscope and looking at, like, blood cells. <laughs> You dipshit, you did not watch the 2011 prequel. <laughs> Wait, there's a there's a prequel? Yeah, there's a prequel. Th- this one had a Mar- uh, had Mary Elizabeth no, Bernstein in no, it, right? No, <laughs> no. No. No? No. What? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Hold on a second. Let me let me I want to make sure that we did this right because you asked me, you asked me today, did I watch the original, right? And I said, yeah, there was a dog, a spaceship, and fire was involved. I mean, all that stuff was in this movie. Uh-huh. Um, now, you did get me a little confused when you said no women. Um, and, and I'm like, well, I mean, how are you to <laughs> tell how somebody identifies themselves? Uh-huh. I mean, for all we know, Mary might identify herself as non-binary. You don't. I mean, that's <laughs> really presumptuous asshole. of you. I mean, what the, what's going on? I mean, I, I'm confused. Yeah, I'm sure you are. You live in a state of confusion, so that doesn't surprise me. It it makes things um, entertaining. Yeah. No. What what happened was so I turned on my Plex to um, to watch the thing, and apparently there's been an update to. Uh, the listings on on whatever meta scraper I think it's mm-hmm. the movie database right yeah um, that Plex uses and so it labeled the thing because I didn't have the year on the on the folder it labeled mm-hmm. the thing with the 2011 version but I have the 2000 or the 1982 version right and the 2011 isn't like a remake it's a it's a prequel and so I wanted oh. to make sure because I didn't even think about 
the prequel being out there whenever we uh, whenever we chose this mm. i was like surely he didn't watch the prequels so i just wanted to reach out and make sure well, that's that's mighty nice of you um for your uh just for your own sake of of ease or ease of mind um i did watch the prequel and the other one <laughs> i watched the other one did you watch the prequel yeah. first or? Uh, no, no, no. I watched the first one and then I'm like, huh. All right. Well, I'm going to watch the second one too, just because why not? So I, I, I had a thing marathon. Nice. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was kind of fun. I, I haven't actually I seen the prequel, so. Okay. So, I mean, we can talk about this now. We can talk about it later. It doesn't matter to me. Let's talk about it a little later. Okay. Well, we can bring it up. All right. Um, just before we get into the news, which I hope you have some news today. I have a few articles. Okay, good. Just before they we get into the news. pictures. <laughs> just a, a real brief announcement. So um, for from this episode going forward, we're going to be kind of on a very sporadic schedule. Um, we're not going to be releasing oh, no. Satis biweekly anymore. Uh, we'll be releasing Satis whenever um, new release sci-fi movies come out we will we'll cover those uh if if they seem cover worthy so the next one that we have slated is dune 2 that was supposed to be in november now it's going to be next march because they delayed dune part two um but if anything comes up in the meantime we will we will certainly cover that release an episode but there's not going to be any regular episodes uh for the near future so we might go back into a regular episode cadence, um, you know, sometime in the in the distant future. But for now, it's just going to be kind of a a sporadic schedule. So, okay, that's that's good to hear. Is it good to hear? You're glad? Makes you happy? Well, I'm glad that you said something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just wanted to let everybody know. Yeah, I was. Uh, man, I was going to be a little concerned, you know, when when I can't remember what the heck we're supposed to watch right next week. Sadic, however, is staying on its its normal biweekly schedule. Oh, it is. It is. I mean, you should know that uh -huh. you run that show, so so. Dang it! Okay. Yeah. So we're still doing that, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I. I. Uh, yeah. You yeah, got some I'm news? Ready. I I do. Are you are you ready for some news? Yeah, let's do the for news. Some news. All right. So we're gonna go in order of uh, newsiness, um, and, and and I use the term newsiness in terms of like okay, like when it was released as news. Okay. Just because that's how it's pulled up on my screen here. Um, Russia. Um, Russia, you know, the country of Russia. I know yeah, the country were, Russia or of the okay, country yeah, yeah. Russia. Yes. Yeah. So they, uh, they launched a spacecraft, uh, to the moon, um, uh, to land on the moon. Okay. Uh, so that they could, um, uh, I guess do some experimentation and yada, 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 you know, and get ready for, you know, this whole like new moon space race thing going on. Um, the last time they landed on the moon was in 1976. So, you know, there it's, 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 it's been time. a little while. 
It's been a little while. Um, About 47 years. Yeah. If your math adds up. Does it? It should. I don't know. I'm not very good with math. Um, anyway, so they they la- they launched uh, they launched a uh, spacecraft uh, dubbed Luna 25. Um, yeah, Luna t- 25 made it to the moon. Uh-huh. Uh huh. However, there was uh, the, I'm guessing this is this is just my guess, but I think there was some sort of calibration issue. Okay. Uh, because the spacecraft tried to bury itself in the moon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Luna 25 crashed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and, uh, NASA, uh, you know, Russia being the, uh, paragon of information sharing. Right. Let us all know that. Yep. Yep. Luna 25 has been, uh, has been lost. No, 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 they didn't. They didn't. Um, NASA had to, um, basically say, yeah, we found a new crater on the moon, and it's suspiciously where the uh, and it's very Luna twenty five shaped. Yes, yes, it's like hey, we've got an image of this particular location from uh, June twenty twenty, um, and uh, hey, here's something from August twenty fourth of twenty twenty three, and it just so happens to be where you were going to supposedly land. Um, why is there a new crater? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the Roscosmos, uh, uh, Rosco, Roscosmos uh, said that uh, they were analyzing a technical glitch um, <laughs> yeah. when a it was preparing to glitch. Being yeah. they don't know where their rover is because it's yeah, buried yeah. in moon dust. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, um, they probably forgot to you know carry a carry a one or something decimal points, you know, those, those trisk, those tricky decimal points. Um, they'll get you every time I sent you a link to the uh, article there. So you can see the, they have this, they have this fancy little gif that where they superimposed, uh, about a quarter way down, superimposed the two images. Um, it's flipping back. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Yep, ah, nice hole. little, nice little hole. Wow, that thing is bigger than a lot of the little holes around it. Right, right. It wasn't <laughs> sucker, a micrometeoroid. Sucker yeah. crashed. Yeah, so it was supposed to study uh, land on the South Pole, study the ice um, to help try to gain some information uh, and some insight as to how the moon was formed back in the day. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, we've already figured out that uh, it's hollow um, and there's an AI inside. God damn it. But whatever. (laughs) I guess they didn't see that documentary (laughs) before they launched the moon. Uh, I'd hate you. Luna. Yeah, rover. All right. So that's that. What else you got? Uh, What else do I got? Well, um, we're going to stay. We're going to, you know what? We are staying 100% 100% space-based this time. Oh, boy. Um, I figured, you know, might as well go out with, with a bang on the fact that... Like a uh, Russian not, moon lander. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. But, uh, you know, I see what you did there. It's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> but as, as opposed to, you know, throwing in some superhero uh, news, because let's face it, there isn't a whole lot of superhero news at the moment, because for some reason... Um, writers and actors are, are refusing to work right now. Huh? So, yeah, that's weird. In case you didn't, yeah. In case you didn't know, apparently writers and actors are, I have no, I I, something, it's, 
Weird. 2008 all over again. Heroes. <laughs> We're not doing heroes again. Oh, okay. Anyway, all right. So NASA, here's the headline. I'm going to give you the headline. NASA wants a giant inflatable bag to collect and throw out space junk. So they want a big hefty bag and they're just going to toss it out with the garbage? I mean, I don't, what? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, right now there's there's a ton of debris out there, right? Sure. In space uh, relative to our planet. Um, you know, and, and satellites have to make adjustments. The IS, ISS has to make uh adjustments con not constantly but frequently to avoid large Hitting other stuff chunks. yeah 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 so uh nasa awarded um uh, what's the name of the company the name of the company is transastra uh they awarded transastra a california based company uh, uh, an $850,000 uh, contract to build an, uh, an inflatable space trash bag <laughs> um, concept. Like, so they still have to demonstrate this stuff down here, but uh, the, the idea is that this, this space trash, trash bag um, will, will deploy... Um, grab the debris, uh, you know, close up like a Venus flytrap, so to speak. And then, and this is, this is what I find really weird is then it will jettison said trash bag into space. So you got to launch it into space. So it's a, I, it's a hefty well, bag with a rocket. Right. I don't even know if it has a rocket. It just says that they, and then they will like, Send it off. I don't, you know, I don't know the, I, I don't know if they're going to, I don't know. Is there like an, the, is there an intergalactic like trash collection service? Yeah. You have a, yeah. you have a big dump truck that comes yeah. through into orbit. Sque yeah. It, it's passes by every few years to, to grab stuff. Yeah. I don't, I, it, they haven't really gone into that. So I don't know if they're going to like, push it out into a larger orbit or, you know, throw it on a trajectory. To well, if they say throw it out into space, ho hopefully it's not in orbit anymore. I mean, that's right, not out right. into space. That's, you know, just kind of hanging around. Yeah. So, so, or, or if they're going to like try to deorbit it and let it burn up in the atmosphere, I, I don't know. Um, it, they're still in the planning stages, I guess. Originally, this this trash bag, um, this was uh, invented by the company for the asteroid redirect mission, um, and and it was supposed to rendezvous with a near Earth asteroid and collect a multi ton boulder from its surface, and then I guess bring it back. Um, and then Trans Astro was like, "Hey, wait a minute." We could also use this to clean up the 27,000 pieces of space debris being tracked by uh, DOD. So, so it's, it's a lawn and leaf bag that they're going to smash yes. a rocket onto and launch into space. I, that's, that's what it looks like. That, All right. That's what it looks like. Um, 
I'm sure it'll work flawlessly. Yeah. I mean, apparently it's so bad that like there was another group that did a, um, was trying to do a space junk removal mission. Um, and it got scrapped because it got hit by another piece of space junk. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a, there's an actual like syndrome named for the cascading effect that could happen with space junk. It's called Kessler syndrome. And basically it's when one space junk creates so much other space junk that it just keeps creating more space junk when it crashes into things in orbit. Right. Eventually you have this, this huge massive space junk in orbit that you can't get through. Right. Right. And you know, they had a movie about, um, gravity, you know, gravity was, I mean, the whole concept of the movie gravity was that, yeah, that it got hit by space junk. It got hit, it got hit by space junk, and it uh, stranded somebody in space for a while. Yep, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, George Clooney. Yep, yep. So yeah, so uh, there's there's that. We'll see. We'll see what comes of that. All right. What else you got? All right. So I just I want to let it be known um, because this is something that I beat. SP on reporting. What? Right. I couldn't believe this myself. I was like, holy moly. You would have thought that he would have at least mentioned this, but maybe maybe he just doesn't care. Um, And as soon as, um, as soon as Chrome decides to start responding again, there it goes. That's what you get for using Chrome. Yeah. Well, or maybe it's what I get for going to this, Website? Holy moly. Okay. Um, give it just a moment. <laughs> Sounds like you're on some kind of sketchy website. No, this is, is breaking IFL your ad blocker. No, it's IFL science. I mean, I've been to it before, but. Chrome the hell is, is IFL science? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's Here, got science do. in the name. It's got to be reputable. Right. Well, no. Uh, ooh, buddy. Chrome is having some fun times. It is taking up 99%, 100% of my CPU. Wow, that was that was entertaining. All right, there we go. Chrome decided to finally let go. All right, uh, let me bring that back up real quick. Sorry about that. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Um, Maybe this is why he didn't bring it up, but who knows. Um, All right, IFL Science has reported uh, that something just smacked into Jupiter, and we actually caught it on film. Oh, I was about to say, well, if we caught it, how did it smack into Jupiter? Right. Uh, I'm going to send you this so you can see it. It's kind of impressive. Um, so, so some, I don't know uh, that I want to go to this site. Oh no, it's fine. You'll be all right. Just, you'll just have a bunch of exclamation points where all the ads are. It's fine. Um, so an Okinawa based astronomical, uh, astronomical observation, uh, call, uh, project called Oasis and Poncots, um, caught on at 11 at one forty five a.m. Japanese Standard Time on August 29th. So that uh, that was a couple days ago. Um, for for of, of as of this recording, yeah, um, five days ago, yeah, five days ago, uh, they they caught uh, a uh, object smashing into the surface or into the cloud uh, gas cloud of Jeez, uh, that was a big of Jupiter crash yeah. too. 
Yeah, so they raised an alarm. Uh, so at this point in time on the social media post at, at 145, they raised an alarm and said, uh, hey, if you are observing uh, Jupiter around the same time, you need to check your data and see if you see what we just saw. And uh, they po- posted it on Twitter and, uh, and it'll be in the show notes if you want to take a look at it, but it's pretty good up in the upper, what would you call that? The upper north, we're going to say northeast quadrant, uh, just because, you know, I don't even know. A big, giant flash uh, explosion type of thing happened. Um, now, this happens a lot, apparently. Um, you know, Jupiter's basically the, the biggest gravitational pulling body out there well you know, except that, for the sun well except for the sun but out there in that area you know compared sure. to saturn and and neptune and uh you know you well i mean uranus has a pretty good pull on it um <laughs> but you know we're we're not talking about your butt we're talking about planets um I see what you did there. Yeah. Do you? Do you? Yeah. 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 Brought this in. Anyway, so it happens a lot, but what's what's rare is the fact that it got captured because it doesn't get captured very often. It's not like we can track it and go, "Oh, we're about to see something good." So it was that was pretty impressive. Um, There was a study in 2013 that suggested that Jupiter gets hit by objects between 5 to 20 meters in diameter around 12 to 60 times every year. Um, Objects larger than 100 meters impact Jupiter probably every few few years. So um, that's approximately 10,000 times larger than the impact rate of similar objects on Earth. So Earth is just a little guy. Hey, we're just a little guy. We're hard to to hit. We know how to dip, dodge, duck, <laughs> dive, dive, and dodge. dodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently, we uh, we've practiced with our wrenches. Uh, so yeah, yeah. They um, uh, the first time that they've ever that they uh, uh, captured the, an impact uh, before was back in 1994 uh, when a comet collided with uh, Jupiter. So it's it's very rare. Cool. So yeah, it's actually right. kind of a cool little yeah, gift kind there. of a cool little thing. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that last uh, or you know, actually, I saw that today uh, while I was sitting on the pot, and I was like, "Hey, this is impressive." Let me um, make sure that uh, Jason knows about it. The, the fact that I took a dump, not that I found news. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. All right. You got anything else? Uh, no. No, that's it. Um, I just just. Standard uh, confusion on what we had to watch this time. I'm hoping the pod crawl tells me a lot so that I can be somewhat intelligent uh, sounding. <laughs> the today. pod crawl is not going to help you may be intelligent. I don't think there's anything that could make you help me or help you be intelligent. Oh, all right, fine. All right, let's do this. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod the pod crawl pod crawl pod crawl pod crawl excellent insert it deep pod crawl kind of like a space suppository full of information what do you get when you isolate a group of men in a frozen desert with an alien mimic of unknown origin 
No, you don't get a bunch of heartfelt moments of sharing and bonding over stressful experiences that bring them together to a common cause. This isn't your romance novels, Rob. What you get is a bunch of paranoid lunatics with itchy trigger fingers ready to pounce on any shadow that dares look like it is thinking of having some sort of tendril. And so we have a character study of just such paranoia in the thing, a masterwork of the breakdown of the tenuous pecking order of society when the individual is threatened and doesn't know who it can trust. Mac Reedy is the apathetic helicopter pilot who goes out in search of answers with the Antarctic Research Camp's doctor after a mysterious dog is chased into camp by a duo of Norwegians who have obviously never fired a rifle before. At the wrecked Norwegian base, they find a big spaceship and mutilated body of something frozen in the ice that was hastily torched. The only natural thing to do is to ignore all the other dead Norwegians and bring the mysterious body back to camp, so they do just that. Once there, hijinks ensue as the dog they rescue reaches out to make friends with all the other dogs in the kennel. Clark, seeing the strange dog humping a couple of the others in a very odd way, calls an alarm and the other guys head over to watch the action. What they see is something fairly horrific, as the new dog on the block is slowly absorbing the others, and not in a nice, get-to-know-you-over-bottle-of-wine kind of way. MacReady torches the abominations, and they take their corpses to study with the one they brought back from Little Norway. Blair finds that the bodies aren't really all that dead, and then freaks the fuck out on the camp, smashing all their communication and computer equipment and trying to split MacReady's head open. The camp puts Blair in timeout while they figure out what to do next. They have a sneaking suspicion there is another mimic among them, but aren't sure how to tell who it is, but their bet is on the weirdo who hangs with the dogs. The other biologist comes up with a plan to test the blood they have in storage with everyone else's blood to see whose blood gets eaten, but before they can get to the blood, all of the blood is dumped on the floor making a huge mess of blood. Blood. Anyway, they split up again after tying up the doctor and the sheriff because they were the only ones who had access to the blood, and there is some shade thrown on MacReady maybe pointing to him being the thing, so Nalls leaves his ass out in the cold. However, MacReady manages to make it back inside, and he's not in a super happy mood, so with the power of dynamite, he forces everyone to take a blood test involving filleting their thumbs and a red-hot poker. It's just as sexy as it sounds. Turns out, Palmer is the thing, and he kind of freaks the fuck out when his blood jumps out of the petri dish and eats windows. MacReady puts him to the flame, and then Windows starts to twitch a little and he torches him for good measure. With the doctor eaten when he tried to save a thing from a heart attack, it just leaves five of them, MacReady, Childs, Gary, Blair and Nalls. They go to check on Blair and find out he's not in the timeout corner anymore, and has been keeping himself busy building a My First Alien Spaceship Kit. They head out in search of Blair, splitting up three to one as you would of course do. Childs is the odd man out and is seen leaving base under mysterious circumstances while MacReady, Nalls and Gary go to start the Jenny back up and maybe do a little explosions to the camp. The Jenny is gone, obviously not sticking around to see how the shit show ends, so they start setting dynamite charges to blow the place to smithereens. If they can't take the thing out with fire, they will take it out with explosion. However, Blair picks off Gary and Nalls one by one, and then uses his super monster form to try and pick off MacReady, but gets stuck in the floorboards and MacReady tosses him a stick of TNT to hold while he beats feet the fuck out of there. The camp blows up, leaving a very Norwegian-looking camp in its place when Childs comes out of the shadows to sit with a freezing MacReady to watch the camp burn. They stare at each other with mistrust, neither of them sure if the other is a thing, and roll them sharing a bottle of scotch while they slowly freeze to death. Credits. All right, 1982's The Thing. So this was uh, this was a movie that John Carpenter, I mean, this is one of the movies that he's really well known for. Unfortunately, it wasn't really that well received when he first made it. And it kind of kind of shifted his career uh, onto a path where, you know, he started making things like Big Trouble in Little China, um, uh, Christine, he made Christine after this. And so it, it, he was, he was an up and comer director 
before this movie, and then he kind of got shoved to the side after this movie came out. What did you think of the movie? Um, I mean, I I thought it was all right. Um, yeah, I thought it was all right. It it was very, it was very eighties. It had a very eighties <laughs> flair to it, you know. How so? Uh, well, first off, I mean, the 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 easiest way to figure out who was the thing is just find the one dude that wasn't smoking. It was probably an alien. <laughs> well, but that doesn't I mean, that, hold true because Palmer was smoking. Oh, that's that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, it would have slowed you down a little bit, I guess, or 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 narrowed it down a little bit, maybe. I don't know. It was just yeah, a lot of smoking. Um, just some of the 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 dialogue was very. Uh, very kind of, you know, kind of campy, so to speak, um, kind of over the top, you know, in terms of, of the acting, you know, a little, little over dramatic at times. Okay. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, it was very much a, a product of, of that time period, you know, and we can say that this, this far out, you know, because it has a very distinctive eighties feel to it. Okay. So movie feel. Would you say this is similar to or different than Blade Runner? In in terms of feel of the time period. In terms uh terms of feel, I would I would say this one is 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 slightly different um in terms of feel. I mean, I don't know, Blade Runner was more in your head um and uh it, it seemed a little bit more cerebral in terms of in terms of are you a uh, are you a robot or are you, or are you not type of thing. Um, whereas this one, it was just it was just straight up you know paranoia, right? Uh, as a as opposed to as opposed to in Blade Runner, it felt more along the lines of yeah. I mean, there was always that question, but you know, we're not murdering each other over the question. You know, this okay. this one so, felt very. Paranoia. But in so ignoring theme because the the paranoia in this movie is is the main theme of the movie. Just right. in in terms of a movie kind of shaped by its time, would you say this is mm-hmm. more or less shaped than par- than Blade Runner by its time? Because Blade Runner came out around the same time as this movie, which is why I'm asking. Right. Right. Um. I don't know. I mean, I I, th- I think you know the '80s movies and and that kind of stuff. You know, there. Were, I think maybe Blade Runner. Blade Runner is able to hide its time period a little bit better. Um, and I think I think part of that is the fact that they tried to do. You know, they did future. Right. So, so they were able to, they were able to hide that. Whereas this very much is set in, I mean, hell, it said it was the eighties when it popped up. Right. So uh, this was considered happening now in Antarctica or not now, but yeah. Um, So, you know, yeah. 
I would I I would say that the other one did a little bit better of a job. Uh, okay. Blade Runner did a little bit better a job of hiding the fact that it came from the eighties, but you know you could still see those kinds of nods in there, or or what have you. So you're not a big fan of the horror genre, though, right? I never was. I, I never have been. Um, I, I've got to be so in the. I know this is considered horror. But it it is a it's a horror that I'm okay with. Um, I, it doesn't bother me. I'm not a I'm not a spooky. Um, I'm not kind of you know spooky uh, uh, you know jump scare type horror kind of person. Um, I'm okay with the. I'm okay with the 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 monster horror a little bit, you know, aliens, I guess would be considered horror as well to an extent. And I, I love, I like the aliens movies. They're great. Um, you know, and so the thing, it, it kind of, it kind of puts me in that. It, it, yeah, it's horror. I can understand that. Hell, the abyss, I think was classified as horror to some extent. Um, you know, so I'm okay with this sub genre of horror. Okay. Um, you know the 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 creature the creature stuff is okay. Um, I'm at Lazarus Effect. We watched Lazarus Effect. I'm okay with that kind of deal. Uh, Event Horizon. Um, you know, but yeah, it's but the, the stuff like you know the Lazarus Effect sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean that type of. I I'm mean, okay but with yeah, that it was. Of, it, it was kind of jump scary though, right? Very, very little. It didn't. It didn't rely on that the whole time, yeah, I guess right? You're right? It. it so, so whereas, um, you know, you know, like the, the Halloweens and the Freddy's or Friday the 13th and, and that stuff, you know, it's, it's very much like jump scare, you know, um, that kind of stuff that, and then even like the demonic, like insidious and all those others, you know, I'm just kind of like, eh, no, thanks. You can watch it, honey. I'm fine. Cause gotcha. she loves that stuff. And I'm just, I'll be upstairs playing video games while you watch. Because <laughs> it just doesn't, doesn't appeal to me. So, okay. but this, this, uh, uh, this wasn't too bad. Um, if I had my, this kept my interest a little bit more than what um, Blade Runner did. Um, just because there was less, like, just talking. You know? Less talking, there was more action, so... <laughs> Well, well, I mean, um, well, there's less, you know, there's less dialogue as far as like just sitting and listening to somebody wax poetic just to be waxing poetic. Okay. You know, that kind of stuff, you know? So, so, I mean, there was still some dialogue and things like that, but it was, you know, it was moving things forward and it wasn't like trying to be all philosophical, uh, good, bad, or indifferent, you know, that's just, that's my, that's my take. That's my feel. Okay. Now, if you ask me about the prequel, um, I preferred the prequel over this. Did you really? So I haven't seen the prequel. So I think they're both good. Um, I thought I thought both of the things were good. I think the prequel did a good job of paying homage, or 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 or, or moving the story along 
I guess, along, even though it's a prequel, but you know, expanding on the story that was already set up. Um, I, I preferred the first one a little bit more, mostly because we got better monsters. We got better creatures. We got better things. Okay. Um, you, you know, the, things in, the thing in, in the prequel was, again, we're talking the difference between 1982 and 2011. Um, so, you know, CG is an actual thing. Um, you know, and it looks good. Uh, so, you know, the, there, there was that. But I, I liked it more because of the creatures. That, that was the one... Not the one. I had I had a number of quabbles, but that was that was the quabble that got me the most. Was we really didn't see the thing um, very the very prequel? much? It, no, in the first in the first one. I mean, we did we did see it, you know, it's but not quite but a bit. I thought. Yeah, well, it was it was mostly like you know what they split it split open and then like uh, would absorb you. And then it was like, you, you know, just deformed creature type stuff. Well, but no, I mean, so yeah, <clears throat> we saw the original deformed creature that they brought back from the, uh, from the, the Norwegian base, mm-hmm. right. That they tried to light on fire at the Norwegian base. So they brought that back and then we see the dog and it went through a couple of different, metamorphosis and just the the kennel so it was trying to eat those other two dogs it changed a little bit and then tried to escape and they torched it and then we see that again in the storage room where they were going to store it um he eats uh the that was norris right he ate the he ate the geologist yeah i think so yeah or was it the meteorologist it was one of the others one of the it's other one of those ologists yeah. so i eats that guy and then we see him escaping the camp or trying to escape the camp and his fingers are all or his hands haven't fully formed yet and he's kind of all fucked up right and the next time we see the thing was was that it was um no it wasn't I mean, the geologist saw, the geologist was the was the guy whose head came off um he was the guy who had the heart attack so the next thing that we see the the thing oh, so yeah, it must yeah. have been the must have been the um the meteorologist yeah it was the meteorologist that um that we saw with all the fucked up hands and stuff so the geologist was uh the next guy that we saw he had the heart attack so apparently the thing copies you so much he he also copies heart disease so was it a so was it an actual heart attack or was it the thing like just freaking the fuck out i think it was an actual heart attack because he'd he'd kind of shown signs before of his heart kind of fucking up before mccready got in because okay so when he was in that room about to board it up and then he looked outside and saw Nalls coming in he had uh he'd kind of hit his chest yeah Yeah, he was grabbing his chest or whatever yeah and so he has a heart attack and the doctor examines him and you know doesn't hear a heartbeat so he gets the defibrillator out 
and shocks mm-hmm. him a couple times and then loses his arms in the process. So that's the second one. So we see that, you know, gaping maw, the, the doctor loses arms. And then that, that long sequence where they're torching the body and the head kind of splits off and crawls underneath yeah. the desk and sprouts. Now, so that was, that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was cool. cool. I mean, that was I cool thought one. the creature effects, especially for 1982 were actually yeah. really, really well done in this movie. They, Okay, so so I, I guess I guess my 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 thing is is the creature yeah the, there was some pretty decent creature effects. Um, I, I think it comes down to the fact that the majority of the creature effects were stationary, you know. So it was all puppetry. Sure. So you didn't you didn't get as in in the 2011 one there like the creatures like moving around the things moving around you still got the gross stuff I mean it was it was pretty cool um, so I kind of liked that a little bit more um, but um, I can see yeah I mean there was there was things of uh, there, there was scenes with the thing and the creatures and things like that so um, I, I kind of forgot about the head piece uh that was that was kind of cool um but yeah i don't know i just if i had to watch these again i would probably if i had to choose one of the two i would probably choose the 2011 one over the 82 one if i was having to watch one of these again Man, I don't know that that too, the the prequel is going to have to be really good for me to I, to put it I over this it, I thought it was pretty decent. I thought it was good. I I liked it. Anyway, so but we, you didn't watch the 2011 one. I did. I didn't. So yeah, that's that's on that's on you. You should have watched it. That wasn't the homework assignment. Hey, you said the thing, so I watched the thing. And then last week, whenever I introduced the description, I said 1982's the thing. Look, I went with the one that was on your Plex and watched that one. <laughs> well, the one that's I on can't. my Plex is the 1982 version. Uh, n- not according to the description. Well, I the was description watching the 2011 one as well. <laughs> that's what was throwing me. Not, that wasn't throwing me off, but like I was like, dang, because I didn't have it. I don't have it right. um, on my stuff. So I was like, all right, I know Jay. I remember seeing it on Jason's. Let me get to it. And I get to it. I'm like, oh, man, it's the 2011 one. Well, that stinks. And and so I just, I started playing it just for the hell of it. And I'm like, what the actual hell? This thing looks like <laughs> shit for 2011. Because you know, it had the it had the opening scroll and everything. Right. I'm like, damn, they really leaned into this, didn't they? And then it said Kurt Russell and everything. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I'm, uh, it, it got mislabeled. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I got to get then that I fixed. Got, yeah, then I got intrigued. And so then I found the, where did I find the 2011 one? I think it was on, it was on something. It was free. I found it free on one of my things. I don't remember what. It's on Paramount. Was it? No, I didn't not watch Paramount, it on Paramount. Peacock. No, I didn't watch it on Peacock. What did I watch it on? Oh, now I'm going to wonder. Uh, oh, I think, you know what? I think it's on Prime. Is it on Prime for free? Uh... Let me look. Oh, no. No, it is Peacock. I didn't watch it on Peacock. Where did I watch it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I do have it, and I didn't, real- and I didn't realize it. I don't remember. 
I was trying to look it up because I know I had to rent something on um, Prime, um, but that something was uh, I ended up renting Dark Man on Prime. Um, so I don't remember what uh, I couldn't remember what I watched. Anyway, anyway, yeah. No, I thought Moving the on. I thought the creature effects were really good, and that's that's one of kind of the, the defining time, yes. moments of of this movie. And mm-hmm. well, I mean, even just for the time, sure, but they they still hold up. Okay, yeah, I mean, they do, yeah, mostly. Well, what doesn't hold up? Well, I mean, they're obviously dated, but they do. Yeah, they no, they they held up. No. Um, the only. The the only one that I thought was a little rough was I thought the dog one was a little bad, but that uh, I I chalked that up to the fact that you're trying to make you you know you're trying to there's only so much you can do with a dog, right? Sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's not like you could tell the dog to okay, I need you to act like this, and we're gonna <laughs> slap a prosthetic. I need you, I need on you your, to be scared. <laughs> Yeah, I said I need you to I need you to pretend like uh, your chest is about to burst open and you're going to eat two hands. Right. You know, yeah, no. I thought um, it was actually really cool like framing whenever they had the the thing dog come in the middle. All the other dogs oh, were yeah, on yeah. the periphery against the walls of the fence of the kennel just, and he just kind of lays in between all of them like he's ready yeah. to ready to eat and that was actually kind of cool because all these tendrils come out and, and the dogs are freaking the fuck out that one dog yeah. is like chewing through the fence so which yeah don't get me started on that i i don't know how a dog can chew through a wire fence you've never seen a dog do that uh, not not as quickly as it was doing it um so so did the dog did the dog like go and thing that one dude when it was at night? You know, it showed the dog staring at the you know staring into that room, and you saw a shadow. Yeah. yeah. So you th- so it had it had thinged it had a thinged somebody at, at least once before it got put in the kennel. Yeah. Right, and so why? So it looks like when the thing things somebody, it like reverts to like grotesqueness or whatever. Why did it do that? Why didn't it do that when it did the dude? Or does it do that? And then if you give it enough time, it It, it revert back. Yeah. It reverts back. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's so it's, it's actually spreading. So the, the thing, and this is one of the things that they said in the, in the movie is the thing is not, uh, a full thing. So each cell in its body is actually an individual organism. It's right, kind of right, like right, right. those, those, um, men of wars that are actually each individual organisms, but they come together to make this, this man of war organism. I can't remember what they're called. Jellyfish. No, men of war is different than, um, hold on. Man of war is different than a jellyfish. He's looking it up. Research on the fly. Zoids. Zoids. Or zooids. Yeah, zooids. Portuguese man of war. Portuguese. Oh. Stinking Portuguese. So it looks like it's 
It's the same organism, but it's it's technically known as a siphonophore. It's actually a colony of four smaller individual organisms known as zoids. Or zooids. Zooids. Okay. Z-O-O-I-D-S. All right. I'm all right. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. So kind of like that, although I think the individual cells in the thing can function autonomously and start reproducing based upon if they get, I guess, a hold of organic matter. They can go into too much detail, but that's, that's, that's what Blair came up with in his analysis. Right. So my question, who do you think the first one was? So we saw that shadow, the dog uh, walking in, and then we saw the shadow of that dude turn. Who do you think that, that first shadow was? Um, give me a minute. Let me look at the, uh, cast list here. Um, I have a dude, I have, um, I have an idea, but I'm not sure. Oh, which one was that guy? Um, I don't know. What did he do? I'm thinking, Honestly, I'm thinking it was the, was he the cook or whatever that had the, the guy that was on the roller skates? Nalls? Nalls never got thinged until the very, very end. Oh. No, no it wasn't Nalls. Because uh, Nalls was clean see. when they did the blood check. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Um, well, it wasn't the station commander because he was okay. He's clean. He, he got clean. clean. He he was good up uh, until the very end. Was it Fox? Fuchs? Fuchs? Could have been Fuchs. But Fuchs, Fuchs didn't really act like it. No, no, it wasn't Fuchs because Fuchs was the one that self-immolated. Oh, that's right. He's the one that, because he got. He was, he, got, he was out. Yeah, he was looking at something. He and got hit. And, and. Yeah, Probably came into contact, conflict yeah. with the thing, and he was the one that they found all burned up out in the middle uh, of. Let's see. So it wasn't Fuchs. Um, so the only people maybe, that it could have been maybe would a be, no name, maybe. Well, they all had names. Well, I mean, like one that we never saw. No, we saw everybody. The, okay. the, so the the only people it could have been are Blair. Uh, could have been Palmer. Okay, Blair it could was have been Doctor Cooper. No. Or no, Cooper was was clean on the blood. Uh, the blood test. So Blair yeah. Palmer. Um, Norris. Or. Windows. Those are the only four it could have been. Well, it wasn't Windows because Windows got eaten. Oh, that's right. That's right. Not Windows. Who was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Blair. So the only three it could have been were uh, Blair Norris or, or um, Palmer. I don't think it was. So it was it, the, the shadow was pretty skinny. So I don't think it was Norris because Norris was kind of a, a bigger guy. Right. He was he was more of a heavy set kind of guy, because um, he's the one that Norris is the one that had the heart attack. Yeah. Um, 
So I I think it was uh, it, it to me it looked like one of the skinnier guys. It wasn't the dog handler, so it wasn't uh, it wasn't anybody that had a beard, and the dog yeah, handler it, wasn't ever infected anyway. Clark? Oh yeah. no, that's right. Clark just got hit. Yeah, he got shot. He got shot in the head because he was about to punch McCready. Yeah, Childs. Childs. Uh, oh no, Childs is the black guy. He was the yeah. Um, that's Keith David. Yeah, that's Keith David Williams. Um, no, just he was Keith at the end. David. Well, no, his last name is also Williams. Keith David Williams. Oh, sorry. Anyway, yeah, he was at the end. So, um, I'm also trying to look at these actors and imagine what they looked like. You know, fifty years so, ago. Yeah. So you can't <laughs> you can't go off the shadow though, or you can't. The, the actor that supposedly got hit is not the same actor that did the shadow. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so I mean, it's, do it's, you know the answer? Is there an answer? I don't. They originally were going to use Clinton, uh, David Clinton, okay. who yeah, who played Palmer, Palmer the um, as the shadow. And so okay. presumably he was the first one to get turned. The thing mm-hmm. is, is his shadow was too easily identifiable. So they used a stunt coordinator. Okay. But the, so the, the funny thing is, is that happened really early in the movie. So if Palmer was the first one that was turned and it was an imitation Palmer that was basically playing himself throughout the, the entire movie or the the rest of the movie. Uh-huh. He's the one that was talking, you know, um aliens being or alien spaceships being chariot of the gods and all of that as right, the alien. Right, right. Yeah. Like yeah, cuz he was the conspiracist. Yeah, he was the conspiracy something. theorist. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that guy, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's entirely possible. And I, I can't remember him smoking any more weed after that scene. I don't, I don't recall either. So yeah, I think it was Palmer. Okay. was the first one that got, that got, uh, assimilated. Okay. I'll, I I have no rebu- rebutal for that rebuttal. <laughs> rebutal. Rebutal. <laughs> I refute. It was a combination of rebuttal and refute. <laughs> All right, so kind of like quabble. Nice, yeah, rebuttal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebuttals. You got any rebuttals for my theory, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do that All right. So, uh, question for you: At the end, yeah. do you think yeah. Childs was uh, a thing? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Why not? Wait, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, they were kind of hanging around the fire a lot at the end there. And the thing doesn't like fire. So maybe, maybe not. I don't. And if, and even so, if that was the case, why wouldn't it just, you know, end with him eating McGreedy? Right. You know, just so that we could go, oh, okay, now there's two of them that'll get discovered in the future. Right. You know, because they apparently they freeze and hibernate themselves. So, 
I don't know. I don't think he was. I'd like to say, I would like to say that humanity was saved by the sacrifice of those two valiant men. (laughs) I'm not sure either. I don't think he was. Um, just for the, the same reason that you did. I mean, at that point, it was just him and McCready. Uh, it wouldn't have made a difference if, you know, he had eaten McCready uh, or right. immediately or not. or not. So there's yeah. there's really no no sense for him to, to hide it. He could have just assimilated McCready. And again, there would have been two specimens once they were rediscovered uh, or rescued right. or whatever. So Right, right. Um, yeah. And then whenever they thought out, they could have, you know, proliferated yeah gone to town now there there was a 2002 video game that was apparently a canon sequel to to the movie oh yeah yeah and both uh mccready and childs were discovered um mccready was the only one that was alive childs was was dead and frozen but it was determined that childs was not a thing so um apparently he was not, but then John Carpenter later on, like 10 years later said that he was, so there's still some ambiguity as to whether he was or not. I think they just do that to like, you know, create confusion. Right. Yeah. Get you thinking about it. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts? Well, okay. So, so I bet I had, I had a problem with the opening. How so? Um, Okay. So first off, that helicopter basically circled that dog like 30 or 40 times. Yep. And they never could take the dog out. Right. Yeah. Worst shots ever. I mean, it it can't be easy shooting a rifle at a small moving target from a helicopter. I mean, but you should be able to at least get close with those grenades. But no, no, you throw those grenades 20 yards <laughs> in the opposite direction of where the dog is. Right. Um, you know, so that, that was... The gloves that are was, slippery. Gloves are slippery, apparently, yes. And then, and then yeah, just a terrible shitty shot. Um, you know, and then, and then what really confused me is why the hell would you waste a fire extinguisher on a fire that is happening out in the snow? Right. <laughs> Just let because it they burn didn't want it to out. spread. <laughs> or they were Through trying the to or they were trying to save some some of the body or whatever. They were trying to save some material or evidence or well, maybe they, they thought that the dude they was Still maybe alive. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But still, I mean it just seemed like well, I mean, they the, the that helicopter the was would, made out of fucking gasoline and tissue paper to begin with. So Well, yeah, yeah. Well, but but what what's but I, even when they were like burning the body you, you know, when they were burning stuff or whatever outside, they would put it out with the fire extinguisher after they're done burning it a little bit. Right. It's like, really? Why? That's dumb. But okay, whatever. They don't want the fire to spread. Snow's flammable. Fire to spread. Yeah. So okay. So I will say since we're we're coming at, up at the end, um, as far as the 2011 one, I did like how they did the prequel because the end of the movie 
picks up at the beginning of this movie. Oh, okay. So, so the prequel is basically what happened at the Norwegian camp. Right. Um, and so it picks up with the hell, you know, the, the two dudes getting into a, obviously different dudes, but the two dudes getting into the helicopter chasing the dog thing. Right. So I thought that was really interesting. And, and they, they made sure to hit and answer all of the beats that got um, brought to its uh, brought to the attention during the eighty two movie, um, in terms of okay, the place is like a giant fireball, um, you know the 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 this block of ice that was kind of cored out or whatever. They answered that uh, the dude that sliced his own throat, uh, and even even the guy that was like. Uh, fused together or what have you. Um, they kind of they kind of showed how that happened. Um, so that was I thought that was kind of kind of cool, kind of interesting. Um, the only thing that they did a little different is the spaceship was underground in like a, a glacial cavern, and it was never like fully exposed like they showed in the '82 movie, where like. I don't know how, especially if the only way to get in there is via helicopter, you know, to get to these bases. How did nobody notice this giant circular hole with a spaceship sitting in it that the Norwegians had dug up? Well, it was it was off a ways. I mean, Antarctica is a pretty big landmass, and yeah, but their their base was quite a ways away. I mean, they were gone for over a day. Yeah, yeah, but you would think that they, somebody would notice it. Anyway. There's not a whole lot of air traffic over fucking Antarctica. Well, I don't know. There was in the second movie. <laughs> anyway. Especially right. not in 82. True, true. All right, that's it. All right. I, I just, I thought it was good. I, I, I liked it. I probably wouldn't watch it again. Like I said, I, I, Probably choose 2011 over 82, but I enjoyed it. I didn't, I didn't hate it. <laughs> didn't hate it. So did you know it. that the Norwegian camp in the 82 movie was actually the burned out camp from the end of the, end of the movie? Oh, so, was it? Yeah. Yeah. They just, re- oh. yeah, they just re they, they shot all of the Norwegian camp stuff after they had blown up the camp. Nice. That's that's pretty smart. Yeah, they didn't want to have to rebuild a another burned out camp. Yep. Right. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Just let it let it burn up and then come back and uh do the do the shots that way. Yeah. Yep. I like it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Right on. All right. Anything else? Mm-mm. You got a haiku for us? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, you ready for this one? Let's do it. I'm going to scroll down. Uh, there we go. Uh, this one is, uh, this one's titled Tastes Like Chicken. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, snake Pliskin on Ice. <laughs> Antarctic Sausage Party. Let's have a barbecue. <laughs> oh, my God. That is probably the best haiku you've ever come up with. 
okay, well, you know, it's going to be a while since I get before I get to do another one. So I thought, you know, why not? This one was pretty good. Uh, just, you know, at first I said I, I had it as like, uh, Snake Pliskin in snow. Uh, but then I was like, you know, Snake Pliskin on ice, that kind of, you know, am I going Am I going with like an ice skating theme? Uh, is it like Snake Pliskin, uh, you know, is it a drink? Is it Snake Pliskin on the rocks? Who knows? <laughs> you know, oh, very yeah. nice, very nice. Yeah, but I mean, that honestly, I did have that thought though while watching this. I was like, man, there's a lot of dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is... <laughs> Wow. Wow. Yep. All dudes. It's got to be lonely. Yep. All right. Well, you got any awards? Not. Maybe it's not. We don't know. That's Pliskin true. Had, Pliskin had a nice lock of hair. He could have identified as a woman. We just don't know. We don't know what his, his uh, wardrobe was like <laughs> when he wasn't in a flight suit. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. You got any awards? I do. All right. Who's got your black lung? Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> from just Everybody. the constant smoke inhalation from torching everything. That and, you know, them smoking cigarettes, uh, you, you know, and that kind of stuff during the whole thing. I only saw but, about half of them smoking cigarettes. Y- yeah, but, you know, at some point, every single one of them um, either got caught on fire or lit up or, you know, yeah, just, we're just going to give it to everyone. All right. Um, mine's going to go to Palmer, um, because he was obviously either he had connections with a botanist or one of the biologists in, and, uh, they were like growing weed in the greenhouse, or he just brought a huge supply of weed with him to Antarctica for his stint there. Cause he was rolling some pretty fat fucking, joints and and uh, he was sharing and he was sharing so yeah so it wasn't you know, being he greedy wasn't, so yeah. yeah he wasn't worried about his supply running out right so yeah palmer's yeah. getting my black lung all right uh who's got your head lush i gave it to uh mcgreedy yeah <laughs> yeah mcgreedy gets mine too he's the one oh man he was drinking some shitty fucking scotch too look you can't be picky when you're Surrounded by ice. I guess not. Yeah. He probably, probably just bought and brought the cheapest fucking scotch he could find, but. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So he's getting mine. He, he was constantly <laughs> he fucking throwing back scotch. Yeah. Bulk. <laughs> yeah. Bulk scotch. All right. Uh, who has your player? Uh, so I gave it, I just, I gave it to the thing. Okay. Um, you, you know, I mean, it's, that's what it does. You know, it it hides and absorbs until it's caught. Yeah, yeah. Or ousted, I guess. Yeah. I I so. think I agree with you. I think I'm going to yeah. give it to the thing. Uh, it got nice. It got nice and cozy with with several people and some animals. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it to the thing. Yeah. All right, purple hippo. So I I gave it specifically to and I can't remember who it was, uh, but the dude that got absorbed when they first saw somebody getting absorbed not not the dogs but the other one you know because it looked like it was rough. Um, so which one was it? The dude uh, with the hands? 
No, not the hand, dude. I, I, I'm giving it to because the one that we saw, um, well, it was one of the first ones that got that got absorbed. He was sitting there chilling, and then all we see are his clothes, right? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Am I conflating my two movies? I think you are. Am I? No, I don't think so. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Binnings. The the remain the the. Yeah, I I didn't think I got it because I did these before I watched the other one. Um, the Binnings that um, it, you know when Windows comes in and interrupts. That's the dude the f- with the hands. That's no. the dude that ran out and into the snow. He had the hands that hadn't formed yet. Oh yeah 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 okay yeah yeah. Yeah, sorry. I when you said dude with the hands, I was thinking the dude that got his hands chopped off. No, 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 no. That was the yeah, doctor. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, the doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude with the hands, you know, because they 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 inter- uh, windows interrupted it, right? Right. So the guy was the guy. I'm giving it to Bennings as he's getting assimilated because it wasn't like it happened like while you're asleep or anything. It was happening right then and there. Right. Um, so yeah, I was going to give it to Bennings. The Bennings, okay. not Bennings thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so mine's going to go to the doctor. Uh, you're, you're sitting there trying to revivify somebody. Okay. And uh, suddenly their chest opens up and they eat your arms. That's got to oh, be yeah. a fucked up experience. Right, right. Yeah, I even thought about giving it to the, the, the old man that they isolated, you know, but then I was like, nope, he was already a thing by that time. Yeah. You know, because he was going around like, no, I don't know. Shit. I don't know that he was a thing at that point. You don't think? Do you I don't think, think the so. doctor was the one building that ship, or do you think it was? A no, no, no. I think he was. He was the one building that ship, but he didn't start building that ship until they isolated him. But when they isolated uh, him, yeah, yeah. When so they isolated got, him, he was not a thing yet. I think what happened was Palmer. He got yeah, Palmer went out and thinged him while he was being isolated, and then. Um, he started they building come, that a, that that spaceship after he right, was they come, they come back out and he's like, I'm better now. I'm fine. Yeah. And that at that point, it was the thing. Yeah. He was thinged at that point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then maybe my, yeah, then I would have given it to that guy because, I mean, he was, you know, <laughs> breaking everything. Yeah. So. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. What are we doing next week? Uh, next week we're going to do Sadik. So we're going to do your show next week. What's, what are we watching? What are we watching on your show? Yeah. I don't know. What are we watching on your show? I mean, I'm asking because I don't remember. (laughs) You don't remember what we're watching on your show? Not off the top of my head. Give me a minute. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. We did. Uh, we did that one. We did Dark Man. Uh huh. Um, it was something that I didn't think was too terrible. Uh huh. Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I'm honestly drawing a blank, and I'm not like trying to like stall. I, I'm not even looking it up. I am looking it up now, so I am stalling now. I completely. <laughs> completely blanked out on what it was. 
What is it? What are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, blood sport, blood spot, blood, bloodshot. That's right. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, it's the Vin Diesel one that I've never seen or even heard of. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because it came out. Poor thing came out uh, right right as the, COVID uh, hit. Yeah, right as COVID hit. Yeah, yep. everything got shut down. Yep. Uh, yep. All so, right. That's what we're doing yep. on Static. Is that uh, is that getting released? Yeah, that is next week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because this one comes out after Dark Man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because Minority Report comes out two weeks ago this week. Time travel. Yeah. Minority Report came out on Friday the eighth. You, you have editing to do. Yes, I do. All right. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I have to edit. Uh, uh, what do I have to edit? Constantine? No, Constantine just came out. Dark Man. I got to edit Dark Man. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's all Damn, we've I got have, for this week. <laughs> Damn it. I have to watch Bloodshot because we're recording Wednesday. That's right. God dog it. All right. Well, I'm busy tomorrow. Yep. Good thing it's Labor Day. And that's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Pod crawl music is Snack Fix My Bachette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon, and make sure to visit Gunna Geek for more great shows at gunnageek.com. For this week, I'm Jason. I'm going to miss all our viewers over here um, at Smoking and Drinking in Space. I'm also going to miss all our listeners, but mostly the viewers. Mostly the viewers, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're such a dork. All right. Well, we'll talk to you whenever we see you next, probably Dune Part 2. Have a good one.